Greetings and welcome back to Qualified Nonsense. Here at Qualified Nonsense, we tackle the tough questions that you send in with our sage and sound advice. Piano or synthesizer? Piano or fortissimo? Piano or anvil? Stick around to find out our thoughts on these questions and more. My name's Jake. I'm Brandon. And I'm Matt. And this is Qualified Nonsense. Qualified Nonsense was created by childhood best friends that didn't want to lose their long-lasting friendship. So we decided to create a podcast doing what we do best, giving you our quote-unquote professional advice on real-world problems and curiosities. In all reality, we hope to connect with you, the listener, and deepen our friendship all around. So let's get to it. I don't know what Fortizo means, but... Uh, it's the loud... It's in music that gets when you get louder, or rather, not when you get louder. That's crescendo. Uh, that's when, crescendo. when you when you um, want to emphasize a part of music to be louder than the previous part of the music, it's and there's like fortissimo, double fortissimo, triple fortissimo to make it like really loud. And that was just um, ways in which to uh, you know emphasize parts of music. And then the opposite of that is piano and. I forget the way they they don't they don't do it like one two three they do it like um, some other Italian word but it's Italian hmm. for strength um, sound strength interesting well welcome yeah. to another episode of qualified <laughs> we want to I don't know what up. anvil means okay. <laughs> we want to open things up by letting you get to know us a little better by sharing one or two good things we've consumed recently. Jake, what did you enjoy this past week? My, well, this is a couple weeks ago, but my folks came into town and uh, we had a delightful time. We ate a lot of good food, but my mom brought a recipe with her, um, which was a, like a yogurt, um, sort of like bread cake thing. Um, and basically the, the story behind it is that um, all French kids, uh, figure out how to make this cake um it's in like a regular like bread tin like like you would do um uh like banana bread in um but it's it the reason why um all these kids in france learn to make it is because the um sort of fancy french yogurt that you can get in like a single serving cup um what you do is you use that cup of yogurt and then you use then the kids use that same size cup to measure out all of the other ingredients or like oh, cool. some of the other ingredients. So it's very attainable for kids to make. And it's like, um, it's like Sock a bready cakey <laughs> uh, thing that she made and, and it was really yummy. And I had that and she sent me the recipe and I'm going to make it myself nice. because I'm an independent French kid and I can do that. Sounds good. Yeah. Matthew. Brandathan. Oh, um, what is Christian name? <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna actually take a side a sidebar for for Jake. I actually saw this. Um, uh, I follow this profile on Instagram called Lad Bible, and it's primarily from the UK. But they they did this uh, this share, and you know on Instagram you can share up to ten photos, and they did ten photos of what school lunches look like in different countries. Oh. I have to say the US was fucking depressing. They did like mm-hmm. the the UK. They did India. They did um, uh, Japan. All these countries. I was like, God, this is impressive. I know they're you're like not empowering talking bad about our, the best country in the world, the United States well, of America. Yeah. Well, I know you wouldn't do that, Matt. This gets broadcast on the interweb, so not on you this guys podcast. Are, you, well, you guys are always scared of like what we're going to use. Like, oh, this is copywritten. I don't want to say anything bad about this country because I don't know what's going to happen. If you don't like it, you can get out. You can get out. Um, all right. What did I consume? This is actually something that we've had for a minute, but I really enjoy them. So I have a, I have this, uh, I don't want to say fetish because that makes it sound dirty. Yeah, it sure does. <laughs> yeah. So I got this fetish with lights. Right. Um, it's yeah. it's just with lights. I, I enjoy light. Fascination. <laughs> there you go. It's still an F word. A sexual um, fascination. <laughs> no. Yeah, I have a fascination that turns into a fetish. Uh, it, with with lighting, I and we were just we were just talking before before we started recording about how um, 
our wives. We love them to death. However, they happen to like turn every light on and just walk throughout the house and oh, and, and our kids and our kids, like, our kids. Yeah, our, my kids our are kids. the ones that I was Our kids are the worst. However, um, I, I I like my house to be well lit and dim and like ambient and kind of nice and mood. And I've always wanted the Philips illuminate. However, they're so fucking expensive. Yeah. Like one light bulb is 40 bucks. I was like, no way. I need 18 of them in my house. So I was at Costco not not too long ago and I saw I think it's called what is it? Fayette electric fayette f-e-i-t um it's the same thing it's the same functional thing and they sell four packs for 24 dollars mm-hmm. so I, I replaced all my can lighting in my kitchen my dining room my living room and at our house we have dance parties every night or as often as we can to kind of like get the sillies out with the kids so you can change them colors they're on rbgs and you nice. can change the colors, you can change the dim, and they, they'll actually function to music, which is pretty cool. Um, Wait, so which ones are these? Fayette, F-E-I-T. Okay. Would you call Electric. Me? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it's like the affordable version. I've had zero problems with it. The only downfall, and this is like, I'm not going to call it a downfall. Because it only connects to one phone. <laughs> so <laughs> when my wife tries to connect to it and she's like, can you turn the lights up? I was like, no, I can't. Uh, the app, the app crashed. I don't Nope. Sorry, my it's phone's down dead. right now. <laughs> yep. I got to charge it. My phone, my phone, <laughs> my phone's broken. Throw it against the yes. wall. I just said, what? I'm running through a tunnel. And I walk upstairs and say, can't, no, nice. I can't hear you. Uh, that, that is just one downfall, but like they're pretty powerful. So, I'm going to say if you're into lights and you like your house to have like ambient kind of tones and yeah. you like it to be colored, look them up. We'll tag them in our socials. So I just had a thought. I didn't think about this when you originally mentioned it this uh, earlier before the, the podcast, but um, your wife uh, spends a lot of time around a lot of light. Hospitals are always super duper. Exactly. Duper well They're the lit. most disgusting lights. That's that I would agree with that, but I'm sure she, she comes home and she's probably like squinting like, what the hell's the matter with this place? <laughs> she should be thanking me is what you're saying, because I'm trying to oh. help her vision. Mm, that's what I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If that's if what you meant to say. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're such a you just give and give. <laughs> she's like, is this a family household or a cigar bar or something? <laughs> <laughs> I will say, like, uh, and this is before the, uh, no, no, this is when, when we were doing the dance party. Before I realized that they were, <laughs> before I realized that the, the lights could function to sound, I turned them to uh, blue and pink because it was like, it was a cool tone. And she came and she's like, is this a strip club? Nice. <laughs> I was like, hey, yo, hey, hey. Oh, hey, yo, should have a nice time. Maybe. It's not, not that. Is it? It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's not, not, not that. It's a choose-your-adventure sort like, of situation. Shit, Kids I don't have any bed. ones. <laughs> anyway, oh, oh, okay. this is a glowing review for Fayette Electric. It, it's, they, they are very cool. They're very affordable. They are the exact same quality as Philips Illuminate. You should check them out. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. All right. All right. All right. I'll do it. Brandon. Excellent. Um, I uh, read the book Post Office by Charles Bukowski, and I recommend the book Post Office. It's, um, I think, one of his earlier novels. Um, but it, it's, uh, it's kind of a semi- autobiographical book um charles bukowski is kind of um kind of a dirty old man poet um i think he's a really entertaining writer and so it's um if you're more sensitive you might not want to read it but um (laughs) it's uh it's just about um this character who's a a stand-in for him 
um, who works at the post office uh, part time and then um, gambles at the horse track when other part of the time. And he's just sort of a degenerate drunk character. And it was an entertaining read. I liked it. Nice. Yeah. I'm a big old dummy and I Googled post office and it told me where all of the post offices were <laughs> <laughs> near me. Yeah, uh, post office Charles Bukowski. <laughs> here's, here's, I'm going to show this I, a, Jake. Here's this dense wall. I, no, really. No, I, I looked at that and I was like, huh? Oh, that that's what I should have expected. <clears throat> Not very good SEO. What was he thinking? <laughs> the Where's the 70s? best poet? <laughs> what an idiot! <laughs> yeah, that's cool. So, I mean, was it enjoyable? Was it enjoyable for you? Yeah, yeah, it was a good book. I well, liked it. What was the best? I mean, I'm not gonna lie, you didn't really sell it for me because it sounded kind of <laughs> sad. But like, what was the like? What was the most enjoyable part? Um. I feel yeah, like, that's no, like you just say, no. you just said he's a don't he's you, a degenerate like drunkard like Brandon like, don't sell it you're sell it to trying me. to trying to say you consume something we want proof yeah well just sell it. yeah <laughs> um drink goddammit. it I, well you know uh <laughs> the the thing that was kind of most interesting is uh, him talking about working at the post office especially during like the holiday season it, it sound it, it was a lot like um working at UPS it sounded like like having to oh, memorize all the um you know where all the the pieces of mail go and everything and having to take tests to do you know it's uh that's triggering he, yeah <laughs> uh, but well it, it, it was uh identifiable so like having you know supervisors breathing down your neck and things and it's uh yeah it, it was uh so that that part was uh, entertaining i suppose Right, and, and but he's a poet, right? So he made a poem. He made poems out of these. Well, no, I mean he he's a writer and and poet. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So the the book is a, is a just a regular novel, but uh, the yeah, genre is listed as autobiographical novel. Yeah. Originally published I mean the, in nineteen seventy one. Oh. Year my parents graduated high school. How do you know that, like, off the top of your head? Because I I don't remember when my parents were married. Mine were married in 1980. Uh, Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I think mine were also married in 1980. Or 81. I don't know. 80 or 81. November 29th, 1980 is their wedding anniversary. Uh, Nice. I'm a a shit son. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to say that. I'm a piece of shit. I know, side I note, like side well, note. for me, dates are hard. So, like, it's 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 a benefit that my kids are born on the same day, just by happenstance. That's so funny. Yeah, I like the idea that you maybe like unconsciously plan that because you're like, oh, I can't keep track of another date. Yeah, let's well, wrap this up. Days are May thirty first and March sixth. Ooh, that's no, okay. I, I mean, was going to say that's good. I was going to say ninth. Brandon's <laughs> is September twenty eight. Uh, September. <laughs> close 29th no huh no that's my wife's birthday uh september (laughs) (laughs) is it september are you sure (laughs) oh shit it's september isn't it isn't it near danes yeah danes is the 17th or the 19th the 18th son of a bitch and yours is the 21st no the 26th 24th fucking (laughs) See, yeah, this is good to show. It, crushed it the Brandon, first time. You're a bit of a you're a bit of a savant. That's and that's okay. <laughs> he won't say it. I'll say it. Weirdo. You're a weirdo. <laughs> no. Hey, you know no, what? I, no, you that's know what? great. You know, no, 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 no. Now it's time for us to throw him under the bus. Uh, you remember all these dates, but you know what I've never gotten? A fucking nope. card. I never get a card. I never get a birthday present. I think I've brought this up on the podcast before, but <laughs> one time I called Brandon on his birthday and sang him happy birthday. What are you? Are you five? Do you need me to <laughs> sing you happy birthday? <laughs> we were adults and I sang to him and he says, oh, what did he say? He said, um, 
oh, I can't remember. It was something like, well, I'm sure that was as awkward for me as it was for you saying it. And I, I don't think I've called anybody else except for my immediate family after that. I was like, oh, we're <laughs> over this. This is not, this isn't a thing anymore. Final moment. We went to Bend for your birthday last year, Matt. Oh, yeah. Sick invite. <laughs> it was like a mixture of me and Ryan. Yeah. Me and Ryan, like, are in between me, but yeah. Anyway, the point being, Brandon <laughs> knows a lot of, he knows a lot of, hey, when did Mount St. Helens erupt? 80. May 18th, 1980. That's because it's Ryan's birthday. Well, five years before Ryan's birthday. <laughs> but, but it's the same day. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares about the year? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, we're getting off track. The um, terrorist attacks in uh, oh my New York God, and the nope. Pentagon were September 11th, 2001. <laughs> well, everybody knows that. Yeah. And you should never forget. I got a t-shirt back here. <laughs> There's country anyway. songs about it. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> just, just this is off to a we're, uh, Yeah, we're off the rails. <laughs> so uh, why don't we take a uh, quick little break and regroup, and we'll be done with <laughs> listener questions. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Welcome back. If you'd like your question, comment, or grandma's prize-winning apple pie recipe read on the show, drop us a line <laughs> at qualifiednonsense at gmail.com or write to us on our socials. Our first question comes to us from Brent in Atlanta, Georgia. Brent writes, Hey, QN. Long time, first time, and have enjoyed the show. Being that you're all approaching midlife, I'm curious. Knowing all that you know now... How would you apply current day knowledge of life, knowledge of life to the life you, uh, let me start that over. How would you apply current day knowledge of life to the life of your early twenties, career investments, relationships, life, etc.? Thanks. First off, how do you know we're approaching midlife? What if we've already passed midlife? That's, a, I mean, Yikes. that's been, de- that's been declared. <laughs> oh, are, oh, are we talking about crisis or? Mm-hmm. No, like like if we're if we if we unknowingly are on the downslope of our mm-hmm. oh no we of our lives we've all I think it's declared that we're approaching forty. No, no, no. Death I think... stalks you at every turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. <clears throat> yeah, I well, uh, you know, um, I will say I sneezed the other day, and this is the first time this has happened, and I oh my god. <laughs> I sneezed and I don't know what muscle it is in the like down, down the this delts? area it, it down, but it's not quite the, it's not quite your hip, but in mm. between your rib cage and your hip. And like, I couldn't, I, I felt stuck. <laughs> I was like, Oh, it didn't, it didn't quite hurt, but it didn't quite feel good either. So eh, we're getting old. We're just getting, getting injured my, from my... sneezes. My yeah. brother uh, turned 40 a few days ago, and, and he was like, like the days following up to 40, his neck was like, oh, you're turning 40? Fuck your neck. <laughs> and so he's like, hasn't been able to move his neck. And he's like, well, I guess this is just the time. <laughs> this is the end. This is the end, my, my friend. My withered face remind you of the grim specter of death. <laughs> <laughs> we're not that old yet, but we're huh? pretty close. <laughs> Talking to my good ear. No, um... Yeah, I don't know. Like, honestly, um, right, suspenders. That's uh, getting up there. <laughs> <laughs> Brent, uh, I would say that, um, like, I think about career-wise stuff a lot, and it's di- it's difficult to go back and say like, oh, you should have done this, you should have done that, because I am who I am right now because of it. But um, I would have definitely done like leaned into the the sciences, the computer sciences more, because I'm finding that to be not only very lucrative, but very um, the forefront of technology right now. Like I just lost my job to AI, which uh, it makes me uh, kind of bummed out, but also it's like a really interesting and exciting time to be in computing, especially with AI, the way it's functioning. It sounds sort of gimmicky, 
but um, when you look at the details, it's it's a little spooky and um, it's really interesting. Um, so I'd, I'd, I'd take a, I, I would focus, like if I was in my twenties again, I would be, I would be going hard on that. Um, I'd probably, yeah, I would agree with that in anything in the, in the tech industry. Cause it was all on the cusp, right? It was all on the breaking. I was all on the forefront. Um, however, if I did that, I wouldn't be where I'm at today, which right. was like, I, I don't know that I would still be able to do it though, but like bet on your bet on yourself. If there's something that you want to do, um, figure out a way to fund the ability to do what you want to do. Uh, Cause I think we'll, we'll all get to a certain point in our lives where we look back with either reverence or fondness or regret. Um, and I, man, I wish I could have, should have, would have, but I would always say I would have, I would have bet on myself even harder. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's a pretty good message just generally, um, which I think is tough to do in, in your twenties because you're still figuring shit out like for you and you, you do a lot of like growing as a, as a person and as a human being in your twenties. But, um, but yeah, betting on yourself. I think that's, I think that's solid advice. And, and honestly, like if you're doing anything, in it it's it's surprising to me now how much of life um at least as far as like business goes or like um things that will earn you money go um has to do with um self-confidence and even like even like socially like and relationships um has to do with self-confidence and um and figuring out who you are which i think is a part of like life but also specifically the 20s um but yeah yeah spending some time you know having a hard look at that i don't know i guess i'm rambling I'd a also, what about you like, Brandon? yeah go ahead Brandon. well um kind of to echo what what jake has said i i would um probably tell myself to wait to go to call i don't i don't think college is a waste of time but i think it is if you don't um know what you want to do with your life and i think asking a 17 year old kid to figure out what they want to do for the rest of their life is yeah not the best system and so i probably would have um uh i would tell myself my younger self to wait a year or two figure out yeah what um what i want to do and and go for a um sort of a, I guess like a career oriented degree, one that, uh, um, not like a social science one that I have now, but, like, <laughs> um, and if you don't, you know, if you don't want something that requires a degree, don't go to college. Um, that's what I would say. I think like I would never, <clears throat> throw myself out as an example for for many things but you guys for example all went all went to college um i went to one year of college one year of christian college which is a deeper story in montana and then i came back after about six months um from san diego living with my aunt and uncle kind of just exploring who i am what i wanted to be and i like there were there were countless times I looked at myself and I was like, I'm just a piece of shit. I'm not going to college. I'm not doing anything, but I worked at the bank and I was working my way up. And I feel like I was, uh, kind of within that window of you still don't necessarily have to have a degree to kind of work yourself up. And I don't think that that ever really died. I think if you, if there's something that you figure out that you want to do, or you find that you're good at, you can always work your way up to. So I mean, for the sake of argument, I always looked at myself at you guys and said, man, these guys all went to college. They all know what they want to do. They got degrees. They they spent the time doing it. What am I doing with myself? But I never finished. Uh, and now being almost 38, I I kind of appreciate the fact that I didn't go to college because I still, even if I were to go to college right now, I still wouldn't have everything dialed in of what I exactly wanted to do. 
So sometimes that's not necessarily for everybody. And I, I would say regarding college, I, I, I just went to a commuter school basically. And, um, it was I, a state university though. Yeah. But I, I didn't like live on campus or oh, I, you I wouldn't do the, yeah. I, I would want to do if I were to redo college, which I, I was actually I was talking to my wife about this, how there is really a short window to have that like classic college experience because you can't really do it as an adult and <laughs> unless you're a weirdo. But um, I think it's kind of frowned upon, but I would have yeah. gone away to college and like lived on campus and done all that sort of stuff. And I, I think yeah. that would have been a much more I did. enriching college experience rather than like, you know, I was living at my parents' house or, and commuting in or, you know, whatever. So, um, I, I do kind of regret not doing that. That is, that's, that is the one thing that I did that you guys necessarily didn't although we kind of did we moved into portland but i you know i moved out of state i went to montana for one year of college and that was a very exploratory time in my life again a much deeper conversation to be had at a different time but like i i had to be on my own i had to go get my own groceries i had to figure out transportation um had to really figure out who i am if i had something medically go wrong I, I was up shit Creek. I was in a completely different state. Mm -hmm. Um, so that, uh, yeah, that was, that was a very, that's, that's an experience that I would never trade for the world. Yeah. Stretch yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and we, we've been, <clears throat> we've been doing this dance a bit lately too, but <clears throat> doing, uh, doing things for the, um, experience, uh, like what Brandon was saying, going to school but like going for the experience it definitely has its merits um but like you know experience and, and and you know actually a couple of episodes we were ago we were talking about um while you are young and fit and agile like go do some of the adventures um our our friend um friend of the pod Dane Kosnick, he went to Europe and backpacked in Europe for like a long time, like several weeks or more than a month. Did he go more than a month? He was there for a long time. But anyway, like yeah. he did that like pretty close out of high school or like, yeah, high school time. And I don't know. I mean, I, I like that's that's the time to do it where you don't have a lot of the adult responsibilities. That's that's what I would that's what I would say most of all. And then that's where you build like um, things that you find that you're interested in for a career that like covers the career stuff kind of or at, le at least lets you grow as a person so you can make more informed decisions as an adult, but also like relationships like traveling does wonderful things for relationships because you get to experience um, different cultures, different um uh, perspectives of life, which is, um, something that the United States as a, as a U.S. citizen, there's a, um, I find that there's a propensity to sort of get dialed into a, a local community really easily and not, and, and have trouble like diversifying that anyway. So I would say that too, but like take well, yeah, advantage Jake, of the opportunity. You, you studied, you studied abroad, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I was in Mexico for a little bit and you know, I, I like, like what you were saying, Matt, as, um, I wouldn't trade that for the world. And I, and I learned a lot about myself and a lot about human beings and, um, and language and, and express like how, how to express oneself, um, in different languages, which, you know, is a whole separate thing, like opening that part of your brain, it's a little bit preachy, but like, it does really, really wonderful things, um, I, I, your, I distinctly remember. Yeah, I distinctly remember when when my parents dropped me off in Montana, I I literally just cried at them and said, "Please take me back," as we just unloaded all of my shit because I was so afraid, and it it, it it felt like everybody was leaving me. But you know what that set me up for was to leave Montana and go to San Diego, and then go to San Diego and be myself. And then come back, which I ultimately did. 
But that also set me up like, oh, I'm coming back to an area that I have a support network in. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm coming back to an area that I can feel like myself in. And going forward, you know, like um, if if I need to go anywhere else in my life, um, you know, if if, for example, um, my wife's family lives in North Carolina, if we need to go there, it's not scary to me. It's Mm -hmm. it's something that like you've you've approached. You learn that you're adaptable. Exactly. You've you've broached that subject and you've you've trained yourself and you've already dealt with it. So Mm -hmm. much like you, Jake, Jake, you went to you went to University of Portland, then you went to Louisville and then you went you. you, I mean, you went from 75 acres on on Mount Hood to living in fucking Queens, Astoria, 500 square feet. Exactly. Like (laughs) you threw like of of anybody in in my life that I thought would be like, you know, who's going to live in like downtown Manhattan. I know that's not actually where you are, but like in in the city, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. you were the last of them. So like I I admire you for taking that. Yeah. 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 And, you know, that was a that was an adventure. Like the opposite. Yeah. Like Green Acres in reverse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, as far as, um, like career and investments go, um, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I feel a lot more responsible financially now than I did when I was younger, but I do think you, you know, the, you just kind of have to learn those things the hard way, but, um, yeah. And like my my job now, I, I feel like I have a pretty decent job and um, all that. So I don't know if I would like change. Well, uh, except for like the career specific schooling stuff. I would Investments, really I feel like always kind of are dependent on how you want to go based off of your career. Right. So we were kind of just preaching, take take all the adventures and go do all the things, which I mean, I guess in this day and age may kind of lend you the ability to do that but if you're gonna if you're gonna stay safe with it if you're gonna look at investments and retirement uh 25 25 of your paycheck reinvest it and i guarantee you do it young like if, if you're listening to this do it while you're young but again choose your own adventure yeah and um relationships i uh I mean, I, I got married fairly late. Like, I, I got married a, a little way while after you guys. So, um, how old were you when you got married? It was. Uh, it'll be three years ago this summer. So, okay, thirty-five. I'm thirty-seven 35. now. So, yeah, thirty. I'll be thirty-eight in September. So, yeah, thirty-five. Um, gotcha. And. Uh, or I guess I was technically 34 at the time. Um, but uh, I like I, I don't regret doing that. Um, I mean, my wife and I, we um, don't want children. So like the, the biological clock thing isn't a issue. And I feel like waiting longer. Like I, I if I had um, gotten married to other people, people I, I dated earlier, I don't think I would have been as happy as I am now. So that's good. Yeah, definitely, definitely value in, in waiting or mm-hmm. really assessing that, you know, that's the one. I think it's more common for, <clears throat> for our generation, but f- you know, uh, compared to our parents, we got, I got married quite late. Um, well, we definitely had kids late. We definitely had kids late, um, uh, compared to our parents, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it gave us time to, you know, I don't like the idiots Jake, in our twenties. Do you feel like you would be, are you, are you suited as a person and a parent right now to potentially be having a teenager like mid high school? Because if we if we all were to graduate high school right now, and we have people that we that we did graduate with and we are connected with, that have teenagers, yeah, 
I I don't I don't know that I'm suited to necessarily deal with a teenager. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing about that. I, I I've thought about that a little bit. And the thing is, like, as a parent, you don't really have the option to. I mean, I'm sorry. You you're gonna have teenagers whether you like it or not. <laughs> well, yeah, but also like you don't have the like even if I if, even if we were much younger, let's say. <clears throat> Let's say we got let let's say we were someone in high school and uh and get, got married right out of school, um and had kids. Uh, you like kids just make you mature in certain ways, like in order to be able to accommodate for their needs, and you you do you're forced to sort of grow up. So like right now we look at our kids and we're like, oh gosh, if they were teenagers, we'd be sol. But <clears throat> you know, I think they just sort of like. They, they make you, they drag you along for their age. I mean, if you <laughs> had like for their uh, change. kids right outside of high school, you'd have adult children now. You'd have 19-year-olds. <laughs> right. Right. Mm-hmm. And, 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 we, and we do know people that, that do have that. But, and, and again, I think it just, it forces you, and, and I guess, look, you could look at it this way, um, I have people in my life that lost parents as early teens and it forced them to grow up pretty early. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's just the same. It's the exact same thing. It forced, it forced all those people to, to mature and grow up and be parents earlier than what we were used to. Right. We were doing different things because those people never got their twenties. Those people never got their thirties. Those people still don't have their mid to late thirties. It just, I mean, it forces you to, to grow up mature and this, that, and the other. Yeah. yeah. Um, but investing just go crypto. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. NFTs. <laughs> no, <laughs> just make <Take> art. <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty heavy question. Number one. Um, but I feel like, um, well, yeah. Last I appreciate week, it though. We got um when I was editing the outline document, I replaced this question with there was a question from last week that was really similar about like midlife stuff and uh yeah, I uh so we 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 it's definitely a topic we've been, <laughs> been circling a lot lately yeah. and on on our minds a lot. So well, we got two more years to talk about it before we actually hit 40. Nice. <laughs> Two more years of content. <laughs> You're yeah. welcome, listeners and advance. Just a number. Uh, which, uh, there's that uh, Satchel Page quote where he says, uh, uh, what is it? A- age is just a state of mind. If I don't know, what does he say? It's uh, So you can't remember because you're so old. You're I almost know. midlife. No, like age is just a like mind over matter if it don't matter i don't remember let me look it up really quick so i don't yeah uh, look it up listener age is just a notch in the belt loop or whatever keep punching holes uh age is a question of mind over matter if you don't mind it don't matter nice well good luck uh well no he's not even asking us for advice he's just asking us a, a question so good luck question, brent. brent hope you make it <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. see you around brent <laughs> that's probably our youngest listener and we're like well good luck into the <laughs> have fun it in the sucks ether up here no <laughs> take a long walk on a short pier brent next Jesus question <laughs> <God. laughs> what <laughs> oh man all right. Uh, next question comes to us from Joyce in Reno, Nevada. Joyce writes, hey, QN, it seems like hot topics of discussion for podcasts and Netflix. Uh, it seems like hot topics of discussion for podcasts and Netflix are the topics of true crimes, conspiracies and cold cases. Are there any of these that interest you that uh, have not been discussed or brought to light? Thanks. Mm. Um, I'll say right off the bat that uh, I was doing some Googling about some <laughs> conspiracy theories and uh, unsolved mysteries and things like that. And uh, 
I I can't imagine that there's a lot that I came across that haven't been covered because there's 40 million true crime and conspiracy podcasts and things. Yeah. But um, I don't know. What do, what do you guys have? I sort of focused on the cold cases because the the um, conspiracy theories. I you know I I always I've got a couple of friends. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I've got a couple of friends from work that really get into them, so I get. I get my fill of that already. <laughs> um, but like the cold cases, um, like uh, that, and I also, you know, I also did some investigation, but like the, the sort of Jack Ripper um, sort of things that that's like, you know, that are high profile. I always found entertaining uh, something that I learned about relatively recently. And it might've been, we might've already talked about Lizzie Borden um, maybe, but uh, you know, there's that, that <clears throat> poem about Lizzie Borden. Uh, Lizzie Borden took an axe, gave her mother 40 wax. And when she saw what she had done, she gave her father 41. Um, and, and it makes it sound like, you know, she um, obviously did it, but she was acquitted. <laughs> and so they don't really know exactly what happened. And she lived to, to be, I mean, like she, she lived out her life um, un, unimprisoned which I didn't know until recently. So I, I like the idea of, um, yeah, like the, it, it brings to mind the, the justice system and, and how bizarre it is. And have you guys served on like, like juries? Uh, twice. Yeah. I've it's, never been part of a jury. I was in a jury in New York, uh, for a drug charge and, um, and uh, like possession and sale and uh and i you know i would not want to go through i know the justice system is system in the united states is supposed to be like really good compared to many <clears throat> but uh i would not want to be judged by my peers because all of my peers want to get back to work and are burdened to be uh there so like i was in a room with jurors that were like yeah, sure. Yeah, he was guilty there. Let's wrap this up. I can't come back tomorrow was literally <laughs> the conversations people were having. And that put him away for like, who knows how long, but like, like yeah, I mean, a decade, I, probably for the number of charges that he had. And it was like, it was like, he obviously did it. But but the like the 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 person had like additional smart small charges, which carried like one or two years extra onto whatever sentence he was going to get. And, uh, and they were like, they were the, the the conversation was literally like in the interest of time let's just all agree that he was guilty on all accounts um mm -hmm. and that was very alarming and that i don't think is uh, talking to other people like i don't think that's very uncommon so anyway lizzie borden was what made me think about all this um she was acquitted even though the circumstantial evidence all seemed to point towards her but it was determined that it was circumstantial so she have a good lawyer <laughs> i guess so I think we've also uh, it's been established that the justice system in the U.S. is not necessarily the best because we have the most incarcerated people in the world. <laughs> so I uh, I kind of right. side with you. I would not want to be judged by a jury of my peers. Yeah. So good on you, Lizzie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I um. Fan. I don't. I don't. I'm, I'm not a big fan of like true crime stuff. I guess um, I, but part of it is, well, I mean, I, I think a lot of it like sensationalizes it and it also kind of like creates a stranger danger type culture. And I don't, I don't think it does a lot of good, but um, uh, so I, I, I'm not sure about like, true crime stuff like I, I guess like some uh, one case that is sort of interesting to me is the black dahlia um murder uh in la in the 40s like that that's sort of um that's kind of interesting to me i came across that one can you give a brief synopsis um yeah so uh i have in my notes here uh the black dahlia who um is this woman named elizabeth short she was murdered in 1947 in la um they called it the werewolf murders uh at the time that later changed the name um but she was um 
kind of a, a woman. She was 22. She was going through a rough time in her life and she was found um, cut completely in half, like at the abdomen. And uh, uh, also like the sides of her mouth were slit open and uh like the glasgow smile yeah Mm -hmm. and she was completely naked um and uh they think that uh it was a doctor who did it just because of the surgical precision of how she was cut in half um and there there actually was a suspect who's kind of the prime suspect um who was a doctor who um he went to um went on trial for raping his daughter i think and impregnating her uh in the 50s christ but um he like the the police um bugged his house and he uh he basically said like i'm paraphrasing but he was basically like the police can't prove i killed the black dahlia uh there's no way that they could pin me to it blah 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 so uh, but I don't think they had enough evidence to hmm. link him to it. But it was probably him because <laughs> he was kind of a bad guy anyway. But uh, it was like OJ. But it, it's still it's still unsolved. But um, hmm. I, I do kind of um, I, I think conspiracy theory stuff is is fun. Um, and I, I found a well one that Katy Perry is really Jean Benet Ramsey. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, that's good. Oh no, that's good. That's a. Funny I've just. Oh theory. man, I just went down this rabbit hole the other night. Of, uh, I, I hate American Idol, but the the contestants that they have this season are so good, and like their stories are so gripping. Uh, God damn it! Now she is Jean Benet, right? Because I just watched mm-hmm. a bunch of videos for judging people. It looks, I, I could see it. <laughs> um, another one that I, I did uh, is a fun one is that um, Jack the Ripper was really Lewis Carroll, the um, author of Alice in Wonderland, among other things. Mm. And there's a, uh, this guy who wrote a book in 1996 that kind of outlined <clears throat> his theory. He's uh, like a uh, Lewis Carroll scholar. And, um, he uh, said that uh, Lewis Carroll lived in the area where the Jack the Ripper murders happened. And um, he published this uh, <clears throat> book, uh, The Nursery Alice, which is a version of the Wonderland story meant for younger children. Uh, in it, the, the author guy says that Lewis Carroll confessed to the Jack the Ripper murders through... Um, uh basically where he rearranges uh, i guess lewis carroll was known for uh, word puzzles and games and anagrams and things i guess in this one passage according to this author if you rearrange <laughs> all the letters oh, jesus christ it, it says if i find one street whore you know what will happen twill be off with her head and um he he said there's I mean, a you couple could, you could rearrange you could rearrange yeah. those words in any paragraph well and and some critics of his book took a passage from the book that it, it in in this guy's book it says this is my story of jack the ripper the man behind britain's worst unsolved murders it's a story that points to the unlikeliest of suspects a man who wrote children's stories that man is charles dodgson better known as lewis carroll author of such beloved books as alice in wonderland and they were able to turn it into this. The truth is this. I, Richard Wallace, stabbed and killed uh, muted Nicole Brown in cold blood, severing her throat with my trusty Shiv's strokes. I set up Orenthal James Simpson, who is utterly innocent of this murder. P.S. I also wrote Shakespeare's sonnets and a lot of Francis Bacon's works, too. <laughs> so it was kind of like, well, you know, you could kind of get sure. a confession out of anything if you twist the word. Exactly. So, yeah, you just you just like. Nolan voided your validity <laughs> by the end of that paragraph. But uh, I mean, he, part of his theory also is that uh, Lewis Carroll's mother is said to have a large protuberant nose, which uh, Carroll must have envisioned when Ripper mutilated the noses of two of his victims. Um, he also mm. had a uh, more than 120 books on medicine, anatomy and health. 
providing him with the education one would need to vivisect his victims. So, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's kind of fun to think about. It. It's uh, highly unlikely. It's a lot, Matt. I mean, mine's not as detailed as your guys's. Uh, so, I've I've spoken a lot about how I love print on this show. Um, however, one of the like instrumental bands to me growing up and being a, a youth was Muse, and they speak a lot about conspiracy theories in their in their songs and their music. Do they? They do. Oh, I didn't realize um, that. Yeah, they talk like especially now they talk about a lot of like government conspiracy theories. But one that I always found interesting, uh, <laughs> again, going back to my uh, hatred for flying was the chemtrails. Like when the chemtrails were all coming mm-hmm. over the U.S., like people freaked out over um, they're they're plotting out maps of uh, where the nukes are or they're the chemtrails are going to fall on us and they're going to make us grow third arms and, and shit like that. I always kind of enjoyed those, but it's a plot by George really Soros weird. to turn the frogs gay. It's gonna, yep, it's gonna. All the frogs, all the frogs will be gay <laughs> if they're not gay um, enough. So I, I've done no research on this, but the what what people call chemtrails is, um, like um, it's condensation, exhaust, and condensation, right? It's condensation. Yeah. And that's 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 the best part about it is it, like it's been debunked, mm-hmm. but uh, it continues. So that's yeah. what I mean. That's what makes it like uh, a perfect case in point of a conspiracy theory, right? Like people still dive into it. They still want to like make assumptions as to what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's like you're I mean, these all of all of these planes are flying so high they're producing so much heat and they're leaving leaving all this condensation it's not a chem it's not a chemical trail right the government's not doing <laughs> anything to you uh but have at it <laughs> yeah things like that are um i do like uh learning about like cults and things like that um Ooh, cults are fun as well yeah Netflix has covered most of the interesting one. Did you did you guys talk to your folks? I, I I know after that that one came out about the Eastern Oregon folks, the, the people that cheese. set up. Yeah, those 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 crazy fun people. Um, I I know I talked to my folks after that because I was oblivious to it when I was um young. Um, I, actually, I don't I don't know how much it overlapped with our like sort of being cognizant of it like do you guys remember that yeah so actually uh i i do remember briefly moments of it uh you know thanks to netflix now i remember all of it but uh me me and uh brandon and ryan actually went to the eastern oregon museum and we saw like artifacts from there of the rajneeshis it was it was pretty interesting hmm I don't think we were, I mean, looks like it was like disbanded September, 1985. So I don't, I, I certainly wouldn't have remembered it. I remember um, all the, I remember all the outfall of it because people from our church were like in Eastern Oregon. Hmm. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I remember talking to my folks about it and my mom was like, oh yeah, that was a wild time because it was like, it was uh n- newsworthy <clears throat> you know which clearly it was and there was the there was it the, was like uh, national attack there was like a something that happened downtown i forget i i watched the documentary and i thought it was really interesting but wasn't there like a shooting or something or a there was there was a, a, a bomb bombing scare or something there was a bombing and then there was a uh poisoning that they did at like the, the poisoning sizzler, right at the sizzler yeah which was just fucking wild <laughs> Wow. Yeah, who would who would desecrate a sizzler like that's that? why it's not like, in business anymore yeah there were infected the salad bars of at least 10 restaurants in the dells with salmonella um hmm. i do it, it is kind of funny though because um in the documentary i remember thinking like <clears throat> 
like it's like they moved into a like a a town and they quickly became the majority and then they voted in whatever they wanted and it made the residents really unhappy and i get that but like there's nothing like stopping that from happening like that's what political parties are is like a coalition of people that like live in the same area doing it aggressively like that is i'm sure very alarming but like it's i mean it's fine right i think it's because the community was so small and they were so tight-knit and this wildly radical idea came out of nowhere um and now everybody can look back on it and say that yeah it's pretty radical but if that were to happen in a reasonable town i mean it happens everywhere like ridgefield for example look at look at us um a small farming community that has been like developed substantially is now turning very blue from the influence of people that are moving in uh as to where it used to be very red because there was 10 people that lived here Right. I think, I mean, I think, I I think that kind of exists everywhere, but, um, you know, if we came in and said, tell you what, we're all going to wear the same clothes, uh, and you're going to sell your worldly possessions and you're going to give all of your money to me because I'm your leader now. That's where it gets kind of, that's where people jump ship. Right. Right. Which I don't get. I tried this in Ridgefield and nobody, nobody (laughs) wanted to jump on board. You got printed a bunch of shirts and you're like, come on, everybody. (laughs) Well, Matt Joyce, Stargate, uh, yeah. Joyce, send us your uh, send us your favorites, um, and uh, and uh, yeah, I want to hear hear some of the other good ones. Tell us about yeah. all the comets you believe in. I also like uh, you know like Bigfoot and UFOs and like stuff like that, but I don't know if that yeah, really yeah, fits yeah. into this. But I feel like those are two things that have been exhausted <laughs> in our area. Yeah, for sure. Well, Joyce, thank you for the question. It's fun, fun talking about vivisection and <laughs> <laughs> missing people and things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll be back with, with uh, lightning yeah. round. With the lightning Transition round. Transition king. Does lightning strike twice? Is that a conspiracy theory? Oh. Cool. Oh, oh, hey. Oh. <laughs> Good news, we're We're back. Was that a thing? I don't know. Sure. (laughs) Okay. And we're back! (laughs) The lightning round. Oh! It does strike twice. Oh, God. Right on the tip. Uh, This is the point of the episode where we we have the lightning round questions where we ask uh, the three of us, one question we spend one to two minutes on it oftentimes more we'll start with uh jake jacob Mm. choose one vice for the rest of your life what would it be one vice yeah um gosh i don't know i guess um what's a a vice like a like drinking like um like it's something like something that something beer? that is something that something that kind of like controls your controls your life what's one thing that you would do daily mm. if not multiple times a day habits bad habits uh, uh, good coffee yeah. I, I don't know um you drink coffee daily don't you yeah yeah okay. coffee i drink like a pot of coffee daily it's bad good god yeah same that's what i do it's like it's like when i get up to stretch my legs i'm like well better get more coffee (laughs) jeez point of order is this uh one uh vice brandon only brandon brandon (laughs) point of order it says it says choose one vice for the rest of your life that is is cut and dry so you, you could have no other vices Exactly. It says choose one. Okay. <laughs> um. Actually, uh... it doesn't say ellipses, <laughs> but you could have multiple <laughs> others that you kind of like to subscribe to. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Uh, 
I now yield my time. The the honorable. No, I gentleman. yield. No, I yield my time for your answer. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, we should follow parliamentary rules for this. Um, <laughs> I I I fuck you. <laughs> I mean, I would probably just, just pick beer. Hmm. Okay. That's easy, Matt. See, so all that lead up just to say oh, beer. <laughs> beer, all that lead. What about up? Well, yours? I didn't know what if it meant yours? like. Well, Matt. so does that mean I can't have like a cheeseburger or like? That's not a vice. No, yeah. for you it must be nice, Matt. <laughs> That's not a vice. Like eat, eating is not a vice. What about candy? Candy would be a vice. You don't need that to live. What about cocaine? <laughs> What about asking? For, I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> I'd say sex. Sex is yeah. It's my yeah yeah. yeah. I'd say boning. Oh man, I'm not gonna do anything I'm, else. It's such yeah. a vice. Yeah, it, it is. Isn't it? Can't you have a, like a sex addict? Um, uh, no, I'm gonna stick with that. All right, and we'll move on to the next question. Daily or several <laughs> times a day is what you said. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said. Hey, I said high, what high I performance. said. Yeah, like, you know what you know who you know who runs this section of the show? Me. All right. This guy. Okay, yeah. No, I'm sorry. All no, right. you're right. You're right. Here we go. All right, Jake. What's your favorite right. summer pastime aside from sex? Aside from sex? <laughs> oh. The house recognizes uh, the <laughs> oh, oh, God honorable gentleman. Oh, sorry. The honorable sorry, the gentleman from North Carolina. The, yeah. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Mr. Speaker. Uh, sex. I yield my time. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say bonin. Um, uh, I, yeah, I like I like fishing, going to the beach. And and sex. <laughs> there you go. No way. <laughs> hey. Uh, All right. I yield my time. Yeah, the, the house recognizes the <laughs> man from Eugene. <laughs> yeah. Was that how you uh, pronounce it? Yes. Eugene? E- <laughs> I guess there's no I in it, is there? Eugene? Um <laughs> Eugene. Ooh. Um you know, is this like midsummer or like early summer? Or late <laughs> oh, God yeah, damn. Which, uh, which month is this? June or is this August? Uh, <laughs> is this a um, midsummer night or uh, uh, probably going to like the uh, blockbuster movies? Oh, summer summer blockbuster movies. Yeah, Got it. I thought you meant going to blockbuster. To yeah, I was like going to rent <laughs> going to rent some tapes at the blockbuster. So- <laughs> Driving to bend and <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. Okay, Matt. Matt? Uh, uh, we, uh, the, or is the it the same as your last answer? Recognizes the honorable gentleman from um, Washington. Yeah, uh, it's sex. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say just being outside, like the 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 area we live you and me brandon uh live in is our our summer months are limited so just being outside like as much as you can so. getting railed in a sundress oh cool guy wow <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait no no oh, wait wait let's pause let's pause let's pause for a minute oh, I, so, so first of all i'm not oh. wearing a sundress <laughs> Because you said getting railed. No. You, no, no. Think, His language that would was be, pretty specific. I, I think that would be I think that would be railing. <laughs> I don't know though. Sundresses? I'd I'd wear a sundress. Those look comfy as fuck. That's called a moo moo for you. <laughs> hey, oh wait. I, I tried on utilicilts when I was in Washington a long time ago, and those are that breeze, I'll tell you what, you look like a douchebag, but I'll tell you what, that's nice. <laughs> With some dry balls. <laughs> All right. All well, right. next, Jacob, from a representative from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. What's one skill you wish you had? Um, 
sex? <laughs> uh, no, let's see. Um, I wish I... Um... Railing in a sundress. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I I wish that I had like like a like an immediate proficiency i um would be like uh guitar because i feel like i can kind of play guitar but i don't practice practice enough to be good at guitar i'm I'm good at like a couple of songs and then like plunking around but i just wish i could snap my oh no piano piano Mm, guitar piano i don't know an instrument any instrument proficiency snap of fingers that's what i want i yield my time all right Brandolinian from Eugene. Eugenie. Eugene. Um, I was going to say, uh, <laughs> I was going to say playing the piano, but. Um, oh, I, you know what? I stole that from you. Cause this was a, this was from a, we've had this question before. I'm sorry. Continue. Yeah. It sounds familiar, but I'm not going to hold that against the speaker. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I probably like uh, uh, public speaking skills better. Just being a good public speaker. <laughs> it's it's funny that you stuttered through that. We 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 all stuttered through it, but like it, specifically that one was kind of funny. Um, I didn't mean to attack. I understand you, the I, irony. Yeah, no, that's that's very aggressive. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, understood. I'm gonna yield. You guys, uh, now's my time. Um, <laughs> That's not how that works. Go um, for it. Yep. You're all kiboshed. Uh, Chairman. I want to say yeah. I wish I was I wish I was handier. If like, I remember correctly, you're pretty handsy. <laughs> <laughs> uh like around uh, around the house. I don't know. I wish I wish I was yeah, I wish I was had more skill sets in in terms of like doing house projects and stuff like that. I wish I was Brandon. I I'm mean, sure I too. there's no secret. It's uh, just YouTube it. YouTube oh, it. I tried. Don't be afraid of fucking it up real good. Yep. I, yeah. I, still I tried a couple of them. Fix. But, eh, whatever. They'll be fine. All right. That does it. That's right. the lightning round. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Oh, oh, oh. And thank you for listening. Special thanks to Brent and Joyce for this week's questions. Send your advice questions to qualifiednonsense at gmail.com or hit hit us up on our socials, qualified underscore nonsense on Instagram and TikTok or at QN Podcast on Twitter. Don't forget to rate, review, share, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. We'll see you back here next Wednesday for another brand new episode of Qualified Nonsense. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the sun dress.